Okay, today's rant of the day. This one's going to be a peaks and valleys. Haven't had one for a while. The highs and lows of northwest Georgia. Valley to the sudden concerns about a housing situation here in Roman Floyd County. Pardon us, but wasn't the never-spoken impetus of separating economic development from the Chamber of Commerce rationalized, if you want to call it that, by the belief that by doing so, we would give people time and resource to, to promote both at 100%, that is, 100% chamber-focused, 100% economic development-focused. At least that's how one of the two architects of separation justified it to us in a recent conversation. Okay, so why then is economic development stepping into the housing area when we're breathlessly been told for the last two years that industrial development needs more focus? No, instead, please focus on securing new employers first. This is not a chicken-and-the-egg thing, at least not until some of those chickens, i.e. new employers, start dropping some eggs, i.e. jobs that can't be filled by the current labor force, which already lives here. We don't understand this one. Next up, Valley to the coronavirus hysteria from the weekend. Valid reports were circulating that some of the cruise ship passengers that were touched by this deadly disease would be quarantined in Anniston, just 56 miles from Rome city limits. Politicians from our neighboring state were tripping all over themselves on Sunday to assure residents there and here that it won't be happening after all. You'd think it must be an election year or something. Valley to the new lows in the 14th Congressional District race. This one had to do with a Canton area funeral on Saturday. Campaign signs and enough, quote, he said, she said, quote, post on Facebook to choke the Internet. You can decide who's right or wrong in this one on your own. And what's particularly interesting, Canton is way outside this congressional district. Why is it even an issue? And what is it about Saturdays and this race? We've had the taco thing, the Second Amendment thing. Sad to say, we're stuck with this at least through the July runoff. Maybe it too can be quarantined in Anniston. Peaked to a rare day of sunshine. Saturday was just gorgeous with... Just sad it didn't last longer. Another inch of rain due today and Tuesday. We should be glad this isn't snow and ice at least. No matter what, enough of this wet stuff already. Peek to the friends who really care. Calling hours were held Saturday afternoon for a young lady who fought cancer harder than anyone we know. Her battle, her successes, fueled hundreds of friends who jammed a Rome funeral home on a rare sunny afternoon to celebrate her life. The photo collage was stunning from the kid on the toilet seat picture that every parent has to a two-finger, shall we say, salute aimed at the dreaded disease known as cancer. It was most appropriate for this service and particularly for this young woman. Her parents' message on the pamphlet shared with those assembled at the funeral home underscored that. They recalled how they thought she only had a few months to live when first diagnosed more than a decade ago. They were extremely grateful for 10 extra years, even with crushing lows, but incredible, incredible highs. Valley to the year 2020, as we stated last week, it already has been a rough one, and that includes the young lady we just talked about in the previous grant. Little did we know we'd learn of two others also facing very tough times. Enough of this already as well. And peek to the not-so-early talk about linking Broad Street and New East Bend Shopping Center on Turner McCall. There's a belief that regional shoppers drawn to the new restaurants and retail off Hicks Drive will likewise venture to Broad Street as well. We support efforts to perhaps co-brand the two and also urge city leaders to develop some sort of a trolley system to shuffle customers 
both from East Bend to Broad Street and vice versa, especially on weekends. And valley to us for a typo that spawned an internet storm on Saturday. Yep, we typed fly, F-L-Y, when we should have typed flu, F-L-U, in a story on Saturday morning. By day's end, the comment section was filled with 90 or more references, pictures from the fly movies, posts chastising us for making a typo when their own post had spelling and grammatical errors in them. We fixed the typo, and then we deleted the Facebook post after 15 hours. Not from embarrassment, thank you. It was a safety precaution on our part after realizing that nearly 90 posts were generated by something so stupid. Yes, we messed up, and we caught another one just before posting it today. So yes, it happens, unfortunately. Just remember, we weren't the ones who camped out in front of a keyboard on the nicest day in weeks to blabber about a typo. Those offended, take note. Your subscription refunds are in the mail. That's spelled M-A-I-L, period. This is John Ruckermiller with HometownHeadlines.com, inviting you to stick around for our first soundbite following this update. As always, continuing updates today on HometownHeadlines.com. John Ruckermiller saying thank you for your time today. We open, we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from the funky one himself, Harry Musselwhite. Have a great Monday in Northwest Georgia. Thank mm-hmm. you.